Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. If you're getting a divorce, would you be the jerk for telling the dirty details of why to your best friend? We'll get to that in a bit, but first, am I the jerk for forcing my parents to sleep in separate rooms when they visit, even if my in-laws are allowed to sleep in one room? I, 29, got married last year to my husband, 28. Before that, we were dating for three years. When I was finished with high school, I went abroad to go to college, and after college, decided to stay there. Met my husband, bought a house after we got married. Now, during that time that I was abroad, I would always visit my parents and they would never visit me. The only time they came here was for the wedding. Also the first time they met my husband and I thought it was going great. After we settled from the wedding and everything, I took him to my hometown. The plan was we stay with our parents. When we arrived, my dad informed us that we needed to sleep in separate rooms because, and I quote, I don't want any funny business. And I argued. My husband eventually calmed me down and said it's okay. In the end, we shortened our visit from 10 to 5 days because it was frustrating for me that my marriage wasn't respected or my relationship and that I'm an adult. Our relationship since then has been awkward. This new year, they decided to visit us and when they arrived, my husband, with prior discussion with me of his plan, informed them that they have separate rooms. My parents didn't take it well. My dad started to argue. But my husband said he doesn't want any funny business going on. My dad shut up. My mom told us we were being brats and they both took their bags and left. We haven't had contact since. My sister called me and told me we were jerks for treating them like that. I don't think so. In my opinion, how much respect you give is how much you get, but maybe I'm wrong. Am I the jerk? I think while posting this, OP has to know that they're not the jerk. I mean, come on, this was just giving the parents a clear-cut example of why their behavior was ridiculous. Also, hi, I'm Steven, and if you enjoy deciding whether or not all of these people are jerks, then would it make me the jerk for asking if you hit that subscribe button down below? That said, our next story is, am I the jerk for leaving my son's wedding after he denied his stepmom a mother-son dance? My son Jordan is 27. His stepmom Natalie came into his life when he was 16. His mom had passed away when he was 13. Jordan never really considered Natalie as his mom. He refused to let her get close and shut down every attempt to have a close relationship. He even moved in with his aunt months after Natalie and I got married. As years went by, they started reconciling and seeing each other more often. He invited us to his wedding, which took place days ago. We got there and the atmosphere was great. Until later when I found out that Jordan had denied Natalie a mother-son dance and instead chose his aunt to dance with him. Natalie told me this minutes later and I couldn't help feel irritated and quite upset. I decided to get up and leave and we both left. I got calls from my family after they saw me leave and Jordan called later and I told him why I did it. 
He got mad and said it was his wedding and that his aunt is basically a mother to him and said that Natalie shouldn't expect special treatment. I said it's not special treatment but a tradition. Besides that, he hurt her feelings for no reason other than for the sake of being malicious. He got offended and accused me of ruining his day and causing a scene. Now the family sided with him and said I shouldn't have left no matter what. Our next story is, am I the jerk for refusing to turn my home office back into a bedroom for my daughter? Two years ago, our daughter moved out to go live with her boyfriend. Just after she moved out, I started working for a different company that allowed working from home. So I turned my daughter's bedroom into a home office. Half of my job is talking to clients on Zoom, so I needed a quiet place in the house. A week ago, our daughter announced that she's moving back because her boyfriend got a job abroad and she doesn't want to go with him. Me and my wife both agreed that she can move back. We have a spare bedroom in our house that we used as a guest bedroom, but we haven't had any overnight guests in years. So we just decided that she could move in there. On Wednesday, she moved back in and since then she's been constantly nagging us to get her old bedroom back because it's bigger and it's on a separate floor so there's more privacy. We told her that I need my office, but now she somehow managed to get my wife on her side, and they're both nagging me. I told them point blank that I'm not giving up my office, and now they're treating me like I'm the enemy, so am I the jerk? Listen, when you finally make that big move out of your parents' house, it should be expected that they're going to either enshrine your room exactly as you left it, or they're going to immediately flip it into a home office and or gym, or both. This next story is, am I the jerk for telling my wife she embarrassed me? My wife and I went out last night to celebrate her passing an exam she's been studying for. The place we went to had an open bar for a flat price, so we both had wristbands for unlimited drinks. My wife drank her first few drinks pretty quickly, stating that she wanted to get our money's worth. At one point, she had about three to four drinks in 15 minutes. When she asked for another, the bartender told her that her manager was watching. Then the bartender looked at me. I'll admit I did give a look, and the bartender refused to serve my wife more drinks at that time. When I was ready for my next drink, the bartender told us the special for open bar had ended. Pretty sure there was still an hour left. When we left, I told my wife she embarrassed us and acted as if she's never been anywhere with an open bar. She responded that it's my fault that the bartender wouldn't serve her anymore because I gave her a look that I'm stuck up and I'm against her and the night went downhill from there. I refused to argue with her when we got home and this morning we haven't said much to each other. Am I the jerk? I don't know, I just can't really get behind the whole calling Opie a jerk because they thought they had had enough. This next story is, am I the jerk for telling my brother I'll help him and his children but not his wife? My brother and I were adopted into the same family. He's white and I'm a dark-skinned black woman. Our parents were an interracial couple, and our family had some unique challenges over the years, but our parents did their very best by us, and tried their hardest to get us as much information as possible with our birth families. It was a little easier with mine because I was orphaned and I had two older living birth relatives, who were just incapable of caring for me and needed care themselves. My brother had a very different story and he had no information at all. When he was 20, he met his wife. They married after two years of dating. She always gave me bad vibes. Around the time they got engaged, he told me that she kept bringing up his birth family and how he should find them before the wedding. I had told him that he didn't have to do anything. 
but he knew mom and dad would help him and he'd have my support. She went behind his back to find him via DNA and it was a crap show. But for some reason he forgave her and decided to meet the people which she was thrilled about. It was around that time that she told me to get lost because he had sisters who were actually related to him and not, you can guess the slur, who always made his life more difficult. She told me I was crazy if I thought I'd be in her wedding photos. She also said our parents should get used to having only one child. My brother had already started to pull away by then, and because I was hurt and angry, I never told him what went down between his now wife and I. I chose to not attend his wedding, and I know from our parents that the day was very messy. Six years of no contact happened, and then he reached out and apologized for letting anything come between us. We've been back on speaking terms for over a year now. It took a while, but we're doing so much better. I always loved my brother, but was hurt by the stuff that went down between us and me and his wife. A few days ago, my brother's family ended up in a shelter. He lost the job he had for many years and took a huge pay cut in the new one at the same time that his former landlord decided to illegally kick them out by changing the locks. My brother did contact a lawyer, but nothing is as fast as they show in TV and the movies and they have no place to go. I live in the same city, which would allow him to keep what job he has now at least, so he asked if they could stay. I said I would help him and the kids and they could stay, but his wife is not welcome in my home. He told me that he would take that, which did surprise me some. His wife is pissed. She came after me about separating her children from her and how unhealthy it'll be for them to see her in a crap hole while they're safe and comfortable with me. She called me all kinds of names like petty and witchy and a jerk, but it was the comment about the kids that got me questioning, am I the jerk? Let's be real here, OP's brother's racist wife is probably more in a twist because their children are going to be around OP. They're probably beside themselves getting so worked up thinking about how OP's going to be a savior for them. This next story is, am I the jerk for telling my friend's girlfriend to leave me alone after she said I was his side witch? Around three years ago, I, female, 21, met a guy, Aaron, male, 24, in a club. We danced and had a good time together. We exchanged numbers and we became great friends. We never dated or anything like that, just friends. We spent a lot of time together as he lives a few blocks from my house and we're also co-workers. We work in a music store. I started working there before and recommended him. We like to go to parties and clubs. We often go together with other friends. Almost never it's just the two of us. Well, five or six months ago, he started dating one of his classmates, Mia, female 20. I'm a very extrovert person, so I tried to be her friend when he introduced us, but I could already tell she doesn't like me. Still, I tried until I realized it was a lost cause. I still treat her nicely enough, just don't try to be her friend as she clearly doesn't want to. She's openly told me that she thinks something fishy is happening between Aaron and I. We both assured her that wasn't the case. She thinks it's weird that me and her are both similar looking. Not even that much, I guess she's saying this and we're both Asians, but our styles are totally different. I think that's the main issue with her, as she doesn't seem to dislike any of Aaron's female friends besides me. Anyway, yesterday we were at a party in a friend's house. I got there with a friend but asked Aaron if he could drive me home. He never drinks, so it's the safest way. Mia was there too. Around 3 a.m., Aaron asked me if I wanted to leave already. We worked on Friday, so we were kind of tired. 
I said okay and then Mia started making a big drama because she didn't know any of this and Aaron was supposed to leave with her and not his side witch along with some other stuff. I was very annoyed at that point so I told her something like, if I would have wanted to sleep with Aaron, I would have done it ages ago. She started crying because that confirmed her suspicions. It didn't but she was drunk so she might have understood wrong and she asked someone to call an Uber for her. Aaron and her went outside to talk and apparently had a fight as he went back inside and asked me to wait for a bit until the Uber arrived. He was afraid that she'll leave with some drunk friend. We waited like half an hour and then left the party after Mia took her own drive home. I didn't want to ask Aaron about what happened, and to be honest I was too drunk and tired to care, but this morning I woke up feeling very much like a jerk. I know Mia gets very weird when she's drunk and I also know that I probably made her feel more insecure. I don't want to be the reason my friend's relationship goes to heck. There's obviously just a ton of insecurity going on here. I don't know if there's anything OP can do that's really just kind of between him and his girlfriend. This next story is, am I the jerk for telling my girlfriend to accept that I'm smarter than her? My, male 24, girlfriend, female 23, has had a recent annoying obsession with trying to outcompete me in all sorts of intellectual games. She brings me crosswords, puzzles, logic riddles, math problems, and gets frustrated when I outdo her 95% of the time. She even begs me to play chess and other intelligent games, but throws a tantrum every time she loses. I really don't know what's gotten into her. She literally used to tell me that she liked me because I was very smart, and that guys dumber than her repulsed her. But now she's suddenly upset about it? I told her after a chess game yesterday to stop testing me, and just accept that I'm smarter than her at these types of games. And she started crying and called me a condescending jerk. Am I the jerk? Nobody likes a sore loser and clearly they're very insecure and lashing out. But let's be fair, I don't think there's anybody that's going to have a positive or even neutral reaction to being told I'm smarter than you in a relationship. This next story is, am I the jerk for asking to be paid for 6 months of constant dog sitting? My sister Alice owns a flat with her husband and they have two dogs. Alice got a job abroad so they're moving there. They don't know what to do with the two dogs yet, so their current plan is to move abroad and wait a few months, up to six, to decide if they even like it there or if they want to come back home. If they like it there, they'll try to find a way to move the dogs there with them, but if it's not possible, they'll rehome them in our country. I'm 21 years old, still attending university, and I live with my mom. I really want to move out and live alone, but I can't afford it. Alice made me an offer. I can live in their flat for free for six months. No rent, no utilities, but I have to take care of their dogs. I'll have to walk them for hours every day, take them to... Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. 
Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. The vet, etc. She said they'll pay for anything dog-related and will pay for doggy daycare for a few days during my exam periods or if I want to go on vacation. I like her offer. Her flat is much closer to my university, but taking care of two dogs is a lot of work. I think it's reasonable to want to be paid for the work I do. If I didn't have to take care of the dogs, I could get a part-time job if I wanted to. So I feel like I should be reimbursed for that. Alice and her mom says that being allowed to live in her flat for free is already enough and I'm being unreasonable and money hungry. When they told me this, I laughed at them and told my sister she could try to find another dog sitter then, and I know I'm her best option. Now they're mad at me. Am I the jerk? I love and adore dogs. I've had dogs all my life, but I finally reached a point in the last year or two where I don't have dogs. And let me tell you, the amount of responsibility that just vanishes by not having a dog around, surprisingly high. All that to say, I completely understand where OP's coming from and saying, taking care of two dogs while doing everything else? That is a lot of work. At least, if you're doing it properly. This next story is, am I the jerk for deceiving my wife into joining me for my drive to work? I, 37-year-old male, and my wife, 31-year-old female, live in a suburban area. I commute to work in a nearby city every day and she stays at home. We have no children. My commute is generally about 2 hours. I can shorten this by 10 to 20 minutes with some good timing and luck, but for the most part it's a long commute. Now what's often been a source of friction in my marriage is that 9 times out of 10, the moment I step in the door, my wife asks me to do something. She always has some miscellaneous chore that absolutely cannot wait. She wants me to take out the trash, make dinner, wash some dishes, or whatever else. I've told her time and time again that I need a bit of time to unwind from work, and then I'll happily do it. Last Thursday, after I asked her for time to relax, she said that I had two hours to relax after work. She insisted my commute home was plenty of time to listen to music and unwind. When I explained that driving in traffic was probably more nerve-wracking than work, she said I was just sitting on my butt. This Monday, I woke her up with me and said that I had a special surprise for her. She assumed I'd taken the day off work and we were going somewhere special. She got dressed and we got in my car. I got to the freeway where I told her that we were going to spend the next two hours sitting in traffic together, seeing as she considers that leisure. She immediately got upset at me for lying to her. We argued for about 20 minutes until she stopped responding. Then she started watching Netflix on her phone. Then she asked me to drop her off somewhere so she could Uber home. I didn't. We got to my office building and she immediately jumped out of the car to find something to do. I went to work as usual, but after I finished, she was nowhere to be seen and not answering texts. Finally, I called her and she picked up the phone to tell me that she'd taken an Uber home in the afternoon, then hanging up on me. Since I did this, she hasn't said more than a word or two to me at a time. She seems to be really upset. But did I take this too far? Let me be clear, I think it is laughable to assume any kind of driving is unwinding time. Definitely not. 
but I think you guys also have to agree with me, this guy went way too far. Like, they probably should have stopped at the waking them up part and telling them they had something special, right? Wake him up and say, yeah, we're gonna go drive in traffic for two hours, isn't that exciting? I think that's enough there. Our next story is, am I the jerk for hiding my true personality by always wearing a wig at work? So I, female 21, recently started working at a corporate job and it's been around three months. I started dyeing my hair since last year and I can change the color like every two months. However, I've always showed up in my workplace with a long black wig, and it doesn't look fake at all since I'm South Asian with natural black hair anyway. The issue arose when one of my colleagues whom I've become friendlier with added me on my Instagram. He saw pictures of me in my shorter violet colored hair at a concert. When he saw me the next day in person at work, he was a bit confused as I had long black hair again. He made a joke like, you didn't tell me you had a twin sister. Was that her on your Instagram story last night? I replied no, that was me, and told him I'm wearing a wig right now and I always have at work. He asked me why that was necessary, and I just said, I don't know. I think I like to make a certain appearance at work and keep it separate. He said that's way too much work and started gossiping about it with a few other co-workers. They said I'm going way overboard to hide my true personality. Some of them started calling me Miss Uptight whenever they see me. I also dress in a more formal style than others, so that contributed to the name as well, I guess. I asked them to stop, and they only made it worse and more defensive. I guess I could just stop wearing the wig and show up normally, but the thing is, I really like the way I dress and look at work. Plus, I would be out of there in a few months anyway. I sort of regret adding him on my Instagram. Am I the jerk here? This next story is, am I the jerk for unintentionally embarrassing my sister-in-law? My mother really thinks I made a huge mistake and that I need to make it up to my brother and sister-in-law, but my wife and I disagree. I thought I'd ask you for your thoughts on this, and I already appreciate you taking the time to read this. For context, I, 34-year-old female, have only one sibling, my brother, 25-year-old male. He has a 10-month-old son with his wife, 23-year-old female, and this is their first kid. They are clearly overjoyed. My wife, 37-year-old female, and I have two 8- and 9-year-old daughters. My sister-in-law rightfully is very concerned with caring for their son. She tries to take all of the physical and mental health-related steps right with him. And as a mother, she can be overprotective at times, and I completely understand that since I was also in her shoes back in the day. The issue is, she and I were having a conversation together at my parents' house. Nephew was with my brother. Somewhere in the conversation, she mentioned how she was being very careful and was going to avoid giving her son any potentially allergenic food like peanuts or citrus fruit until he was a few years older. She said her pediatrician advised her to do that. I remember from back in the day that both my wife and our kids' pediatrician had recommended for us to introduce these food categories into their diet as soon as we could because it reduced the chances of them developing allergies later on. I mentioned this to my sister-in-law. She laughed and loudly commented that her pediatrician sure knew a lot more than I did, and he was very experienced and that I had it wrong. Suddenly, everyone's attention was on us. Now, my wife is a doctor. She's a specialist, but she literally lives and breathes medicine. I asked her if giving peanuts and other potentially allergic food categories earlier was medically advised. 
She went on to explain the pilot studies, previous views, the mechanisms, etc. Mentioned how this idea my sister-in-law mentioned was no longer now considered standard and even cited several recent articles that indicated indeed introducing them earlier was a much better idea and supported by evidence. My brother thanked her and said it was good that they found out soon enough. I thought that was the end of it. As we were leaving, however, my sister-in-law told me I'd been rude and embarrassed her in front of my wife. The next day, my mother also told me that I'd been very rude to my sister-in-law and undermined her and that I should make it up to her and my brother. Was I in the wrong here? When it's all about just trying to make sure your kid gets the absolute best care for their long-term health, and it's not like you're trying to command them or commandeer whatever it is they're doing, I think it's totally fair and reasonable to do what OP did. This next story is, am I the jerk for not taking in my son and his family? My ex-wife and I adopted our son when he was six. We'd been his foster parents for three years and we wanted to make it official. We met his wife when he was 18. She knew he was adopted and she thought it would be good for him to get to know his biological parents. Over the course of the next few years, my ex-wife and I were slowly pushed out of his life. When they got married, we only received a wedding invitation. We weren't part of the wedding party. His biological parents and their spouses sat at the family table. We haven't had the opportunity to meet our granddaughter, and she's nearly three years old now. I'm sad about the situation, but my ex-wife is heartbroken. I hate to see her hurt when all she did was try and be a good mom. I can honestly say that I'm not a fan of my daughter-in-law, and I wish she had never come into our lives. Recently, they've run into financial problems and they've lost their home. My son's job is in the city we live in and his biological parents and his in-laws all live in other cities. He called my ex-wife to ask if they could stay with us while they got back on their feet. I said no. My ex-wife wants to, but I refuse to be used. He's been distancing himself from us for nine years now. The only reason he called was because he's desperate. I don't think I owe him anything. I offered to pay for whatever it costs for him to move his family to the cities where his real family is. His wife called me to scream at me. She says that I'm abandoning my son and grandchild. I said that since he didn't think of us as parents when they got married and had a child, then they shouldn't think of us that way now. Then I blocked her. My ex-wife says I'm being too harsh and that I need to forgive them. But here's the thing, I don't think it'll change anything. All that'll happen is that they live in our home and then they abandon my wife again as soon as the chance presents itself. To be fair, I agree with OP. Our next story is, am I the jerk for telling my best friend slash sister-in-law the true reason for my divorce? I, 32-year-old female, met my sister-in-law Mary, 32-year-old female, in uni. We were assigned flatmates who really enjoyed cooking and baking together and became best friends. She actually introduced me to her brother John, 35-year-old male, whom I dated and eventually married 8 years ago. We have two kids, age 3 and 5. Mary was thrilled for us. She had a close relationship with John and remained best friends with me. John is very intelligent and a bit competitive in nature so he naturally went into an intense career field. Unfortunately, he turned towards alcoholism to cope with an intense job. He started seeing a therapist who helped him identify his triggers. He drank less, and then he quit therapy thinking he was fixed. He started drinking more again after a while. 
He did the find a therapist, control his drinking, quit therapy process four times over five years. Each time, he'd make promises and agreements. We had two kids along the way, the first before I realized how serious the drinking problem was, and the second after he agreed to quit completely and get fully sober. He went back on that promise and said he wanted to be in control of his drinking and only have one to two drinks a week. He never got completely sober. He would flake out on his promises to the kids and me. He'd go hang out with friends who encouraged him to drink and have two to three drinks and then start buying bottles of vodka and gin again. After the third time he quit therapy, I gave him an ultimatum, get sober or I was leaving him and taking the kids. I followed through with it. Mary and I stayed best friends after college, but John asked me to keep his drinking from his sister the first time around and didn't want her to think he had a problem. He was my husband, so I agreed if he worked on staying sober. When I divorced him, it appeared out of the blue to Mary and their parents, who couldn't understand why I would up and leave her brother and adamantly take the kids, only letting him have visitation. Mary blamed me for the divorce and wanted to end our friendship. So I told her the truth, that I loved him and still do, but I wasn't willing to spend the rest of my life and ruin my kids' childhoods, setting ourselves up for disappointment over and over again when he wouldn't stay in therapy or stay sober. Mary was horrified after I told her about everything. She got very emotional when I admitted to her how many times I let myself get excited for plans her brother made with me or the kids, only to be flaked on when her brother poured himself a drink after work. She went to give John a piece of her mind and asked him to get his crap together. John's now extremely upset at me for spilling his secret that I'd promised to keep because Mary's image of him is now rubbish, and his parents are disappointed in him too. I think I had a right to explain myself to my best friend, and I no longer had a promise to keep after he broke his end of it. Am I the jerk? I think OP is not the jerk, and the main reason why is not because OP went and blabbed some drama needlessly out, but more so because Mary's image of John is only ruined because John's done plenty enough to make it that way. OP biting their tongue is just OP agreeing to be complacent and willingly looking like the bad guy for this seemingly reasonless divorce. But with that being said, that's all the time we have for today. Now if you want to hear another absolutely crazy am I the jerk here story, check out that video on the left. Or if you missed my latest video, check out that video on the right. That said, I'll see you all next time with some more stories. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 